Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Consumerist. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ricky. And we're your co-hosts. And we're back. How great is that? That was the a highlight, smooth highlight of my week. <laughs> that opening was the highlight of this podcast. <laughs> let me just say, congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. I felt like we had it. But yeah. Anyways, how are you? We're uh, back for another week. I'm so proud of us. I am too. I haven't. I have. I don't know if I have commitment issues that have just come to the surface. <laughs> You know, but doing Please this, never leave is me. Our, I know I'll never leave you. It's our 18th episode, and I still, I still, 18. Mm-hmm, I'm still I'm, shocked. I'm loving it. I love it. That's like four, eight, 12. I have to count on my fingers. Yes, I measure with my hands. Four I count and a half. Fingers. That's like four and a half months. Four and a half months. I mean, and we, we missed, skipped a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly, in there, right? But... Like five months. Wow. This got us through the winter, uh, Sarah, the darkest days, literally and figuratively. Oh. I know. I hope it, and I, I really hope, I feel like for some for some of our listeners, they I've been getting lots of lovely messages saying it's getting them through the walks and the mundaneness of sitting around. So we appreciate, yeah. we appreciate we're all still here. And uh, yeah, I look forward to having my glass of wine and having a chat or my glass of whiskey without just random whiskey smashed into the glass. <laughs> just a smash. The famous whiskey <laughs> smash. I like it. Um, uh, yeah. And housekeeping, you know, follow us on Instagram. What is it? At mm, the consumerists, the consumerists. I can't believe no one has that name, that handle. Like, How? I'm sorry, but that's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. We're very lucky to have it. I feel even I like know. everything, even the podcast name and everything. So, um, I know. so yes, we're at the, uh, consumerists and I don't know, we're, I'm trying to keep it going. Ricky is crushing. Say, so Full kudos to Ricky and crushing on Instagram lately. Well, like all the content he's feeding us. Thank you. You this know, is the in, this is the content we need. This is the content that we need and deserve at this stage in our lives and the and COVID nineteen during the pandemic. We just Absolutely. need to see each other more, right? Um, a and visual just, lens into our lives. I agree. There's so much stuff that I'm seeing on the internet. I'm like, who is asking for this? No the one's asking no one. for that. No one's no. asking for what I, I'm envisioning you're seeing. Oh, it's I'm I'm seeing some crazy stuff right now. But oh, yeah, I just love I'm it. And Ricky's seeing a lot so of, photogenic. I'm seeing a lot of regularly very demure people starting to bear it all for the yes. It's like what I'm I don't want to body shame. No. But Please. I do. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I want to like conceptualize, like I, the concepts that I'm seeing and the brands that are being put forth, you know, gives me a lot of leeway for what I can put out there in my opinion. Like, yeah, I've been doing some, um, on my own personal feeds and we, Sarah and I talk a lot about how we're, we're really not like born Instagrammers. Like I'm, I'm, no. I just, I just don't want to document my life daily like that. Like, I just don't even think of it half the time. And isn't that great? Like, isn't it great that you don't? <laughs> yeah. And I'd say your life is show? pretty photogenic too. It's pretty Instagrammable. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, you know, I, I, I put, you know, once in a while, I'll put something up, but um, I've been kind of trying to live on consumerists a little bit more because what I do really love, and it doesn't really fit my own personal feed is snapping pictures of things that I buy or things that I've seen out and about and kind of fun stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's feeding a need. 
Absolutely. and a purpose and a supreme purpose. <laughs> yes. No. And it's, it's great. And I think, I think what you were alluding to, cause we were kind of talking about this, like, it's not, it's not, like, no, we don't care like what your body is. I just feel like oh, there's so God, many people no. showing so much of their bodies on the internet, no matter what your body is. It's like, I don't, why are we like, whoa, I don't want to see your inner thighs. Like what is happening on the internet yeah, lately? There's a I'm very surprised. provocative like lens happening right now. And I'm like, yeah, what is it? Like, just... yeah, what is it though? What what's you, it's happening? Spring it's spring fever. Spring yeah, fever. spring fever's real. <laughs> spring fever, and also like um, sometimes, like you know, um, your kind of like lens on reality has mm. been shifted so much. You're not too <laughs> sure where you stand on some things, you know. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, it's sure well, interesting. It, it is. It's, it's, it's an it's evolution, times. but yeah. I'm very you? thankful that you're posting and posting such great stuff and oh. you have such a photogenic house. Um, my house is not as photogenic mostly <sighs> because I live here and it's, you know, Sarah, your house is so photogenic. <laughs> I love your place. And you know, um, I know you might be switching things up soon, so it's gonna, it's just gonna skyrocket. Yes, I know, but I I'll try to I'll try to be better with Instagram too and share. Anyways, enough well, about enough about the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> how, Instagram. how are you? How are you? Where are you at? I'm good. Do you know what I've Do you know what I've been watching the last couple of days? Because I read somewhere that it's like literal self care is um, queer eye. I feel like that show is self care to it watch is. it. It just makes it's me feel cathartic. so much better. Mm. Like when I'm really just feeling like ugh, I just watch an episode of that and I'm like okay. Okay, feeling it, feeling it. Uh, like you true. just kind of remember what we're all here for and what we're doing. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I'm okay. So, I am. I'm gonna say this. I am so over all of my clothes right now. I'm having one oh. of those like, oh my god. I'm like, I hate everything. I know everyone <gasps> can relate to this, but when you're like, nothing in my closet. I hate everything. I want all my clothes gone. I want to start over. And I'm like, I have ordered. So I, I kind of, I said a couple weeks ago or last week, I guess, I had ordered a bunch of stuff. Everything's going back. It's I do not what have is... luck online shopping. I don't oh, know what it is. Okay. Like, I just can't. Mm, you're at a hard rock in a hard place because you're not feeling malls and you're not feeling online shopping. What I kn- is to become of you? Imagine I just stop shopping. I no, I can't imagine <laughs> that. I mean, we would fold. We'd fold in a second. <laughs> I don't even I literally <laughs> don't know what I would do all day. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to like I don't know. I don't know what to do. But yeah, so I bought that, like those mango blouses. Yeah, those they didn't work. Today. They're hideous. They're so, like, they're so stupid. Like, I'm like, who designed this? Like, it makes no sense. Oh. There's like two sets of string. There's a button in a weird place. They drape really weird. I say, oh. and I'm saying, I bought two sizes. Neither of them work. And I'm pretty sure the one that's supposed to be smaller is actually bigger. I don't, I'm like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I'm Sweat. done. You know what? It, I, I, I think it's. A, a bit of a mass made brand maybe and they don't really have design standards like sizing wise which is crazy because it is so higher priced it's supposed to it's be like expensive. a it's supposed to, it's so expensive those blouses were like okay like a hundred bucks like that's not those aren't like zara h&m prices like for, oh, for what it yeah. is okay hmm. so anyways they're going back and then i um got okay you know what i take back Everything I said about cardigans last week, I oh, hate no. them. They're oh, still no. stupid. No, they're gone. So I'm glad I threw out everyone's cardigan. And if you were someone who was a victim of well, a closet cleanout where you lost all your cardigans, you're welcome. Yeah, and you I should stand be by thanking that. Sarah right now. You're welcome. Not texting her with, you know, 
grotesque messages about how she betrayed you. <laughs> Which has literally happened, but I got them. Uh, it's so funny. Who knew cardigans was such a contentious oh, issue? You know, it, it caused ripples out there. And I'm sorry you had to brave that. Sarah. And then Ricky had to brave it because I got super drunk on Friday night for no reason. Like <laughs> I got I a honest, cardigan call. Like you got a voicemail that was literally me screaming into my phone. And I was just like, I was drunk, like on my way to dinner. I, I don't, I feel like I was, <laughs> I don't know what. Someone it asked me how dinner was and I was lively. like, I don't know. I'm sure it was great, but I it don't was lively. The there, funniest part so. of it was that I don't know where you thought the mic was on your phone because it was so... <laughs> muffled and i'm like it's just like calling someone right oh uh, yeah i honestly maybe thought i was like speaking to your voicemail or something i have no idea but anyways um all of this to say that the cardigan that i ordered that i was giving cardigans another try came in hate it it's going back cardigans are the worst end of story where so, was that cardigan from it was like a boutique in vancouver oh that's right the boutique the vancouver yeah. boutique hmm. yeah it was did so you get shit. your everlane stuff no, I feel like Everlane stuff takes like two it weeks. It takes a it's long like, time. Yeah. Apparently arrived. I think I saw today it has arrived oh, in Canada. So in Canada. Yeah. In Lavelle or something like yes. that. Yeah. So now like. Yeah. We all know. Out east for two weeks. Yeah. We all know how. <laughs> yeah. How important it is to them out there to get your, your package to you in Western Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I. So we'll sit there. I had two deliveries. <gasps> um, Tell me. I got all those five candles and I posted them on our Instagram. Yes. Oh, I need, I want to just come to your house and smell all of them and touch all your things. But. Oh, you know, uh, you're Soon. welcome over to touch anything you want at any time, Sarah. Masked, um, maybe masked and distance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm hopeful that one day <laughs> this will change, but I know. Um, Yes, yeah, so I got five candles. I don't need to go into all of the scents again because I, it's probably fresh trauma from someone from last time. Stop. Um, but what's your, but what's the your one favorite? that we, well, they're all amazing. And I knew that the laurel leaf and olive was my, going to be my favorite. And it probably still is, but I, I let Matt, cha- you know, choose the first candle to burn and I'm burning it right now. And it's the <gasps> linseed flower and <laughs> Matt called it goat cheese. Uh, no, it's goat milk. <laughs> oh, could you imagine a goat cheese no. candle? No, um, gross. Goat, <laughs> goat milk and vanilla and it's you know that bar count bar soap company it's I like totally yeah you know that famous scent of theirs yeah i'm picturing it like i can picture you can exactly picture it the bath yeah. salts everything at luke's right they have the whole line yep it smells yep. exactly like that it's it's truly a beautiful candle so and it's and they're like 50 hour burn time so i'm i i better get used to it i'm gonna live with this candle Ooh. for quite some time so it they're they're a hit i Good. love it like i can Oh, I, I just love it. I love putting on a candle all day, working from home, make your space smell great um, is my kind of credo. The other thing I got, and this is maybe a segue, a little bit of a segue. Okay. I got the Dolly Parton <gasps> perfume. <laughs> I love it. Crazy. Why did I do this? It was $35 for three mil. You know, like an Avon sample I size? still, like, I still can't. Amazing. Why? Why ha- did I do and this? And though, like, how? What is it? What's the deal? Do you love it? Is it worth it? Okay. I had, I did not have high hopes, but I have heard that Dolly Parton 
smells amazing. Everyone says it. Like I've even met people in real life who've met her and said, you just don't understand how good she smells. And she's said that it's a combination of many things. So this, um, like she layers, you know, all types of stuff to make her signature scent. And I, (laughs) so I'm just so so intrigued. And this perfume is called Heaven Scent. (laughs) Um, I love it. It's supposed to mimic that. And so let me tell you what it smells like. When you first spray it on, it smells like strawberry marshmallows. You know, those red marshmallows um, that you get in the like penny candy? Yes. It smells exactly how that tastes. Sweet marshmallow, strawberry, like very bubble gummy. And then it dries down into like almost like fruity, like summer scent. And then about an hour or two later on your skin, it's the perfect like vanilla sandalwood floral. It's okay. really nice. Sarah, it's really nice. So next time we go for a walk, I'll, I'll give you a little spray on the, on, on your wrist. Yeah. See, see what you think. I'm super impressed. So did, is this what sparked our idea for this week's show? It absolutely is. Okay. Well, drum roll, drum roll, please. Oh, we, what a, what a segue. What a segue. Segways. What a segue. Drum roll, please. We are ranking our favorite. I tried to do a drum roll. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting you. I'm, wow, Sarah, I wasn't expecting you to go there. I know. I tried, but I failed. Such so. spirit. Um, Maybe you can put it in. <laughs> <laughs> the, our favorite and our least favorite celebrity lines. Amazing. Ah. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun kind of delving into this world, this sordid, depressing world. I know. And what I found, like, yeah, I, I there's so much about it. And aside from like a very few handful of ones that we were about to kind of count down that are literally like truly interested in sort of like, I, I would say creating great product. A lot of them, it's all about, um, it's about the money. Like it's, it, it's it money. really is. Like, okay. Let's buy some Eva Longoria products. Yeah. Oh, what? Why? It's just like, uh, yeah, it, it was kind of like you said, it was kind of depressing because it felt like so many like celebrities were just putting their name on things. And like, there's a, there was a, I read an article in the New York Times about how it's called, it was called, it was the article's headline was uh, every celeb ha- now has a beauty line. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> but it, it basically talked about how, like, um, why it's such a big thing and all the different types of, um, like, why why celebrities are specifically drawn to beauty lines. And it's because of the money, right? Like, that's literally what it's about. It's kind of like a depressing... It's so lucrative. And they talked about, like, how much money the beauty industry makes and, like, skincare alone. But then also, yeah, beauty and just, like... Well... Yeah. Is it is it is it a cheap startup because they're just white labeling already made products? Like they're not going in like say I don't know, Jessica Simpson's Safari makeup line. Like she had yeah. I was seeing some <laughs> weird stuff for Jessica yeah. Simpson. Yeah. Um she's not she doesn't care. She doesn't give two shits about makeup. Mm-mm. Does she? And and formulations. She's just going to a company like Coty or something or I don't know, a big Elizabeth Arden who has like a million subsidiaries and factories and saying, okay, here's a color palette. Here's some like proprietary creams. Go for it. This is your line now. 
Yeah, well, exactly. And so I think that, well, there, that's what I discovered is that there's like different ways to do it. So some celebrities are actually starting their own companies where um, some of them are just getting like licensing deals or that there's right. like the idea of like a hybrid licensing deal, which actually one of the ones on our top list is actually a hybrid licensing deal. Okay, but, you'll have uh, to surprise me on which one that yeah, is. But um, like... The, the idea is, so I think what this article kind of pointed to was the idea that like, it used to be like, you would just be a spokeswoman, right? But yes. like, or spokesperson, I, I say spokeswoman because it's, it was largely women, but, mm-hmm. but sure. A spokes- L'Oreal, a, Maybelline, like who yes. is it? Yeah. Yeah. But not, you don't, you, um, apparently there's more money and just slapping your name on something. So, mm. and it, it kind of is like, um, like you can get like a very steady amount of money for years, even if your acting career is sort of like diminishing or if you're kind of taking a break or all this other stuff. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of reasons to it and it's like kind of buying into your height, like into your fame. Well, well, for sure. The moment, the moment at the height of the fame or some sort of cachet with a certain demographic, probably women, uh, ages 40 to 60 or something like that, or you know, 20 to 40, depending on, on who you are. And we'll, we can get into who, some of, some of these demographics as we go. Um, but also what if, what if it's the big thing? What if it's the, what if you hit it big, like uh, JLo glow um, yeah. has sold millions and millions of bottles. Britney Spears curious has sold 500 million units. Like what? 500 million units. Wild. It's wild. So what if you're one of those? Like there's always a chance that somehow it parlays into like a huge, 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 huge success. So um, that's okay. So we're going to go kind of from, these are our favorite lines. These are our lines that we thought had some, something to talk about at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And have had like some longevity, have actually mm -hmm. had some like sort of, yeah, this was how we end, have some weight behind them. Have some weight. And we're going to go from, least weighted to most weighted in our opinion. So I'm going to start from, from least. Well, I did want to mention like celebrity fragrance lines, um, really are the first thing you, you talk about. There aren't many that stand out as a true cachet or like true quality. So, you know, Lady Gaga has fame. Madonna has MDNA. Um, JLo has glow. Well, lots. Beyonce has heat. Um, Liz Taylor, kind of the OG of the, um, not, well, not even that, you know, there were even other like Gloria Vanderbilt before that there have always been really, really famous celebrity fragrance lines. Liz Taylor, that would be a good example of her career. Like as an actress had really, you know, diminished in the eighties, but she started, um, white diamonds and all these pleasures or not pleasures, um, white diamonds, passion, passion, um, and all of those ones. And they were big, Sarah, big, 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 multi, multi, multi million dollar, um, products. And they still sell like, they're still big sellers to this day. How? I don't know. Do you know anyone who wears white, white diamonds? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Do you? I feel well, like I was going to say my nan, but I, I don't think she does. She anymore. probably doesn't even, right? But I do remember in the 80s, my mom had a bottle and I liked it. I thought it was oh, like... Oh, I'm sure my mom yeah, did it was too. so decadent. Yeah. It was so like shoulder pads, you know? It was just... <laughs> it, it entered the room before you did. Totally. Um, obviously, 
you know, uh, Britney Spears uh, did really well with her fragrances. Taylor yeah. Swift has done really well yeah. with fragrances. Um, and Ariana Grande. Okay, here's here's an interesting story. Interesting. I um, Ariana Grande. I like some of her songs. I like her. Like I think she's an interesting kind of person performer and she sure has gives it her all. Um, she has a fragrance that all of the beauty editors wear. Like this is a thing. It's there. Yes. I, I was reading a New York magazine. Um, a beauty editor was like, I'm going to tell you my biggest secret. Everyone in New York wears Ariana Grande cloud. What? Yes. I need to go smell this now. So there are certain perfumes that are the new trend is skin scents. So you put it on and it doesn't project like anything, um, like any crazy note or anything. It projects like it could be an extension of your sensuous skin, you know, like it's, it's warm and sensual, you know, but it, it's not overpowering. It's just very human. And apparently cloud okay. cloud is one of the best examples of this. And people are obsessed Interesting. Would you have ever thought? Paris, no, like I, yeah. yeah Paris no. Hilton, Paris Hilton too. Um, one of her, I think it's Can Can, is like fragrance insiders say it's one of the best smelling um, celebrity fragrances. So Can Can by Paris Hilton. Try and find it. Probably can't. Can't, can't. <laughs> can't, can't. Um, but anyway, celebrity fragrance. Have you ever owned one? I just interested to know. I actually don't think I have. No, I, I can't, you can't I mean, bring yourself to it. I can't. I honestly just can't. Like I'm trying to think I'm like, did I even in high school? But I don't think no. so. Like, my God, remember, remember <gasps> the gap had its whole line oh, of like, my God. It, there was like grass, grass. Dream, I still think about grass. I still think about grass. Oh, it is. Oh my God. The Clinique best. Happy was my Clinique jam Happy. In high too. Oh, for sure. I love Cleaning Happy. Um, uh, but ooh. yeah, I don't think I ever actually have had like a. Have you? Well, I mean, well, you have no. the Dolly Parton one. So oh, yes. Dolly Parton. That'd be my first <laughs> foray into it. Um, I did go and smell Ariana Grande Cloud. I would never buy that and have it on my. Like, yeah, did you shelf. smell it? I did smell it. It was really good. Like, if you like sweet scents, it it's fantastic. I could see young people really loving it. It's the type of first fragrance I could see giving my niece, you know, uh, when she's 16 or something like that. Um, uh, Debbie Gibson, electric youth. That was really a popular fragrance when I was young. (laughs) Alyssa Milano had one. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on. So, okay. So celebrity fragrances though, we put that in like, we kind of put that in the bottom of the, because there wasn't, yeah. It's kind of notable. They're okay, but they're not like, yeah, we put them in there. Okay. So the next for me was a tie. We both brought, we both came together with an era and a feeling and, um, here we go. Okay. Yeah. We kind of both, so just so you guys know, we both talked before and then we kind of ranked them and we were very similar, but yeah. (laughs) Very similar. We had a couple surprises. Um, house of Harlow, 1960, Nicole Richie's fragrance, uh, fragrance, a line of accessories and sunglasses and clothes and clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So good. 
Yeah. So we put it on there because, I don't know, there's been definitely um, some longevity to that brand. That's what stuck out to me is that she started it in 2008. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it kind of it grew. Like, I think around 2010, she extended into, like, apparel and shoes. And then she, like, kind of most famously did a huge partnership with Revolve, which is, like, a big women's company, um, a few years ago. And I would say that's where she got like really, like really big. She did swimwear, mm-hmm. uh, ready to wear, all under the house of Harlow, 1960 uh, times revolve. Or t- how do you say that? Like with revolve, you know, when they do the X and then revolve. X revolve. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I personally think, has anyone transformed her image better <laughs> than Nicole no. Richie? No, you like literally it's no one. It's stunning. It's breathtaking how she went from. You know, what was that show called with Paris Hilton? I don't even remember what the, the name was. The Simple Life. The Simple Life <laughs> to the most glamorous, like, sophisticated woman. Uh-huh. I love, I like, I honestly, it's it's unbelievable to me. And and just, like, overnight, we just trusted her style instincts because she did such a good job. It's so, that's so true, too. Like, she went from being, like, kind of, like, party girl, L.A. party girl in the late... Think of the fashion in the 2000s. Like a mean girl, you know? Yeah, Yeah. like bad. Like juicy couture and Tiffany bracelets and Louis Vuitton bags, you know? Crazy. And then created this entire, like, lifestyle brand, and it's been, like, crushing it for, like, 13 years. And so I actually have created a tie. (laughs) Okay. Totally uncalled for. But this is pure nostalgia. It launched in the same year, in 2008. Didn't do so well. But it sure was riding the the, the zeitgeist of the time. Um, 6126 by Lindsay Lohan. It was her line of high-end tights. Crazy. Crazy. I didn't even know this existed when Ricky told me this. I was like, really? what? Why did I know? Like, I was so aware of this line of tights. But I love Lindsay Lohan. There's something. I just love Lindsay Lohan. I can't explain it to you. Sarah, why? I do so much, but I just love her. I love everything about Lindsay Lohan. I love to hate her. I love when she's like rocking it. I love, I can't, so I can't funny. explain it. I didn't it. know that about you. Can't explain it. But this actually had even maybe even more legs um, than House of Harlow at the time. Immediately. She was really quite an A-list star at that time. And really had like so much potential to break out into so many different things, but she was her own worst enemy. And uh, there were other things at play, I'm sure, like uh, family and life. Like I, you know, poor, poor girl. I think and just like the patriarchy and absolutely in the media. Yeah, all of that. Right? We really crucified her, Um, but it was picked up by Neiman Marcus Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, and um, D A S H. the Kardashian boutique in Beverly Hills. Uh, Fred Segel um, carried it for internet orders. This line was really big and she was making like some big money from it. Um, and okay. then she just couldn't sustain it. She just couldn't. I had no, I had no idea. Yeah. That's so interesting. Like, exact, I, yeah. Is yeah, that crazy? Well. And, and they were really, apparently really good tights too bad. Right. Okay. Because a lot of people did really well in that space since. Um, and she just wasn't able to, to keep it going. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Shall we? Okay. Yeah. I wish we were alternating. I feel like I'm totally dominating here, Sarah. No. Well, you have the main, you have the master list. I have the main list. list. Okay. Yeah. I have the master list. That's okay. Go, go. No, um, it's good. Martha Stewart, Omni Living. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Omnicom or whatever they this call it. Fully wasn't on my list, this but Ricky not convinced on, me not for sure. On Sarah's list, but I have to insist. Martha Stewart is the ultimate self-promoter. Think of what she's doing at 80 <laughs> still. How is that woman? That one was not 80. She's 79 years old. Stop. She, Martha Stewart is 79 years old. She just took a pool <laughs> selfie that lit the world on fire. The thirst trap she is thirst sitting, trap setting is on the 79. internet at 79. Get yes. out of here. And she doesn't, <gasps> she doesn't stop for a second. She's, she just launched a line. She just launched a line of kitty litter. She just she launched um, a full line of like a thousand cannabis gummies. Uh, <laughs> she has a line of like, or, or a partnership with Belvedere Vodka, I think, and and a Snoop Dogg. Like, oh my God, there's nothing this woman won't endorse or do, right, or put her name to. Um, and let's not forget that she went to prison. She went to prison. Made <laughs> was it prison capes. or was it jail? Does it? Oh, I don't what's know. What's the distinction? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I saw her wearing the Ottomans on her Instagram one day. She was wearing what looked like the Ottoman, the Free People Ottoman sweater, and I was like, "Who is this woman?" At seventy nine. Seriously. I know it's wild. She even has like, at one time she had a whole like master built communities that were all Martha Stewart houses. Like I, I really think I respect, I have this book. I bought a book called the Martha rules and it's all her rules for making a business. Oh my God. I love that. And it's amazing. So I really just admire her. No, you're right. Okay. But was she, Okay, was, was she a Martha celebrity? Was Martha Stewart like a celebrity before? Yeah, like what was her vibe? Or she always was like in this lifestyle, right? You know what? You're right. You're right. Maybe she wasn't she, a celebrity. She, she actually built legitimate brands and then yeah. became a celebrity. <gasps> I, I, know, I, is, I twisted that around. I don't know, but this woman is 80 years old. Like, I don't know. Maybe she was an actress before we... Well, she was a model. Like she was in like legitimate, there you go. like, but not a household name model. I mean, I don't know. Like but, she's, yeah. It, who knows where she came from? This woman has been around a long time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm kind of like just searching right now, and she, um, she began as a stockbroker, which is kind of funny. That didn't she go to jail for insider trading? I know. It makes me think she, that I don't think she was really truly guilty. <laughs> I'm on Team Martha. So funny. <laughs> Free Martha. Oh my God. Yeah. I think she was a model and stuff. Anyways. So she was interesting. I mean, she counts. I'll, I'll, I'll let it pass. She counts. For the sheer, our next, our next entry, just for the sheer, um, magnitude of what this business has become. Let me just give you some, drop some numbers here in The company, this company had sales of 250 million in 2016. By 2017, it was 1 billion. And yes. Crazy. And now probably several billion. The, um, the value of the company is well over a billion. And we're talking about the powerhouse, Jessica Alba, (laughs) the honest company. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I believe it though. Who knew the honest company? And it started because she wanted like she had a kid and she couldn't find any like beauty pro or like baby products that yeah, were that natural, were really which natural. is mm-hmm. crazy to think that like for like a newborn baby, you have to put chemical, like there was nothing that existed. Yeah, so yeah. much has changed in 10 years. Like I think we forget 
like what the world was like in the early 2000s. It was yeah. chaotic. Like, I don't know if anyone watched, total aside, I don't know if anyone watched the Britney Spears documentary. I think you did. You and I, because you and I talked about it, like on HBO. I, I haven't watched it. I oh, can talk oh, intelligently about reason. it because Matt watched it and told me all about it. <laughs> well, I just, the thing that was the most shocking, I mean, there were so many things that were shocking me. The thing that was the most shocking was just like the shit that they asked Brittany on like live. At one oh, point they asked yeah. her if she was a virgin. Yeah. Like on t- can and, you imagine and someone, now? And uh, really, wasn't it a really like, like was Diane Sawyer or something? It was Diane fucking Sawyer. That is really, <laughs> really, like, really uncalled for. Uh, it's a, a bit shocking. Person. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like she should have got, like, I'm all for calling out all the men that were douchebags in this, but I feel like we should have addressed that. But anyways, I, whatever, it is what it is. I just, I think we forget, like, looking at that, I was like, oh my God, that was a crazy time. And that, I, I think we think, like, so much has changed, but, like, or I, fe- I think we forget how much has actually changed. Like, we haven't been in this current world of, like, thinking of natural products and yeah, like inclusivity like just and diversity go. for very long. <laughs> yeah. That you can just go and get just about anything no. clean, healthy, organic, yeah. um, eco-conscious. No, you couldn't do that. You had to really, no. and you were really taking a big quality hit 10 years ago, you know, oh, yeah. like totally. Well, uh, you know, and honest company was founded in, uh, 2011 right so it is 10 years ago so at that time she just couldn't find those products um or you had to go to you know um an organic place and it was a weird brand that you weren't really sure if it was what it really said it was or um if it was high quality um sometimes the you know formulations of things that you would buy at you know, health food stores weren't that great. So it's hard to really make those good choices. And yeah. I, I really believe, you know, and we were just, we were sh- uh, yeah, shoppers together um, at one time and we were looking for, you know, beauty bombs and stuff like that. And the honest company section was really looked really great. Yeah. It was very expensive. Yeah. I've never used it. was very it. high. Have, have you, I've never used no, any of her stuff. No, I, Okay, I'm going to I'm going to admit something that sometimes I I don't get organic and clean beauty cuz I don't think I don't <laughs> it think works. it's as effective. I totally agree. I know I have been looking at thing, her right? I no, I totally agree. I've been looking at her beauty products like a little bit cuz they are all, they are at shoppers now and I kind of like stare at them and I think like maybe, but yeah, I mean, she has the diapers, the baby stuff. She has bath and body. She has like beauty, which is all relatively new. She has cleaning, a cleaning line. She's yeah. clothing now. Like she's a whole kid's thing, but I'm, I'm interested in the beauty stuff. I have yet to try it. And I probably, yeah. I feel the same way about you. Not I sure know. If I'd do it. I know. Anyways, it's undeniably a powerhouse brand. Like Absolutely. she went from being like a, yeah, like a very early 2000, um, like actress celebrity, like one of those people, she's one of those people that could have gone either way. She could have been Lindsay Lohan or she could have been Jessica Alba, like a very successful businesswoman. And and, you know, exactly. And I think she just, she wrote a check for her future. Um, because not many (laughs) sad, but true. Not many women in Hollywood can keep it up. You know, they just can't create that longevity. Um, especially when you are a young star and people are, see always want to envision you as being that young, 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 young 
person. Um, I think she was just like, fuck it. I'm going to be a billionaire. See you later, Hollywood. Thank God. Thank God. Just saying fuck you to the the patriarchy, eh? Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, the next entry on this list is definitely a big fuck you to a lot of things. And I'm, I really appreciate it. That's for me why it's so high on the list, even though I don't personally resonate with the brand as much as a lot of people really do for really good reasons. And that's Fenty. Yes. Yes. Again, think of it. Even, um, Fenty was founded in 2017 by Rihanna Fenty. (laughs) We just discovered her last name was Fenty. Is that true? Can someone (laughs) fact check that? Um, Think back just in 2017, if you had very dark skin or very olive skin or very light, 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 light skin, could you find what you needed at Sephora? No, my God, I can't even find what I need color wise at Sephora, (laughs) let alone someone who has hard to find, you know, like hard to match skin tones. At least I'm talking hard to match with traditional um, makeup lines. Yeah. So Rihanna really stepped in and said, like, there's a space for this. Let's create it. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a big one on this list. Like she's created a very serious beauty kind of company that it's, you know, like there's like a lot of celebrity sort of beauty ones, but this one is definitely one that stands out. I think, um, I think it was, I saw an award uh, by Time magazine that Fenty Beauty was named one of like the best inventions of 2017. Again, because oh. there was nothing that catered to different, like a broader, a, like an inclusive brand of beauty. Again, shocking. We're talking shocking. Like five We're talking years ago. ago. Not long ago. I, I yeah. would imagine that like um, some of the makeup artist lines may have a little bit more like uh, maybe MAC... Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Um, and maybe there were like, you know, uh, skin um, companies that did specific groups very well, like black mm-hmm. skin tones and Asian skin tones and Hispanic or Latina, Latino skin tones or whatever. That, But nothing that had a full gamut. 40, 40 colors is kind of unheard of, even to this day. It's hard to yeah. find. Um and I, I was even doing some research, like Fenty skincare is really good really? quality stuff. Yes. People are like, this is excellent. Like really high quality skincare. So go Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. So ever- she's the one that she's the one on the list. When I was saying that New York's time, that New York time article, she's the one on the list that has like a hybrid licensing model. Like LVMH? So- Oh, I don't know what that means. What do you mean? Oh, like LVMH's Louis Vuitton, Moya Hennessy is is the oh. parent company. But is there someone else who works with within there with her? Yeah, it, I don't really like. I don't really know. It didn't get fully into it, but oh, okay. she only owns like a percent of it. She licensed her name to it, and then she gets a guarantee royalty of the license. So because actually she okay. she licensed, she sort of. Um, came out with the whole like Fenty name years, years prior to launching Fenty beauty. She was like licensing out her name. Ah. Um, yeah. So I read that the initial products released by Fenty beauty were actually, um, like she put her name on them. Like she franchised them out. Not franchise. I'm using the wrong word there, but yeah. Yeah. And you know, I don't 
think I would expect. Then you know what happened here is that they found the perfect person to represent this brand, and yeah. to work as a almost maybe even a creative director kind of or creative mm-hmm. a little bit of a creative role. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. 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 No. She, she. Yeah. I think it was like. Um, she trademarked her last name and then used it for a bunch of product and then actually launched the beauty company after the war. So yeah, there's some kind of like, um, there's some kind of thing there, but still impressive. Well, someone else who kind of, I think has worked with a bit of a, a bigger, a couple of bigger conglomerates. Um, we were talking about uh, Manolo Blahnik and uh, Mm. Cody fragrances. We're getting into the top, you know, this is the top four. These are top the, four. I was going to say, how many do we have left? These top are the top four. four. I think you know it. Tell it. Say it. Say the words. Say the holy <laughs> the holy words. SJP by Sarah Jessica Parker. That's I think right. that's what we named as number four. Yeah. yeah. So I'm um, a bit biased to this one because I did a ton it. of research. I met Sarah Jessica Parker at the launch of SJP by Sarah Jessica Parker at the West Ed a few years ago. Again, probably one of the highlights of my life, meeting Sarah Jessica Parker and getting to interview her for a story. And she was... <laughs> legitimately fabulous right oh she was fabulous like she was in there meeting with media and just like there was only like four of us that she met with so she had like a uh. fashion show and then yeah opened a store as she the reason everyone was like oh my god why did she open in the west ed mall um and it was just because of like a deal she had done with like the media or the media the um the owners of like the 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 mall itself right it was like mall of america the people who own like yes. mall of america and own west edmonton mall or something like that i don't know yeah. but basically that that it's, was part of like it. the sultan of brunei or something like that like it's something <laughs> crazy anyway i don't know that's yeah. but yeah she um anyways she was fabulous showed up in like a great outfit had beautiful layered like necklaces on just her hair was fabulous like the whole Ugh. like the whole thing it was just it was amazing just it was how cool so intimidating, like having a chat about shoes with Sarah Jessica Parker, kind of like a surreal moment. But uh, so what, yeah, she was great. Yeah, like what was her mo? Like what what happened um, with forming this company for her? Well, I think the cool thing about this is that she was approached a lot. So the the, the big thing about this was like obviously when she was at like like Sex in the City, like fame like the height of it um she people had approached her saying like kayla started shoe line celebrity like they wanted all the endorsements, and she just wouldn't really put her name on anything she like wasn't Mm -hmm. didn't want it wasn't the right fit whatever whatever and then it wasn't until um the ceo of manolo blahnik george malcomus malcomus um came to her and they partnered together and crazy enough George was there at the at the um huh? at the opening. Yeah, I was like having a chat with him and I didn't realize who he was at first. He just came over and he I was waiting, I was next to talk to her and he was just kind of like I just noticed this like fabulous man sort of like milling about just in like a perfect like the most perfect like bespoke suit you could imagine imagine. just like just very like unassuming though like when I say fat like he just was very just kind of like under the radar but I he definitely like caught my eye because I'm like what is this guy's deal like and so I was waiting I was up next I was the last person to go and talk like to have my interview with her um, and he was just kind of milling around and him and I were chatting and he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't introduce myself. I'm George. And I was like, what? oh my God, I love this. So, um, I, I, it's so funny that you bring up his name because 
and that it's in these circles because I just read an article in the New York Times about how, <laughs> and everyone should read this article. It's called The Dis- Dispossession of Andre Leon Tillet, um, who is oh. the famous editor, um, fashion editor or editor, editor at large. At large at, yeah, yeah. Editor at large at, at Vogue. I've read, I've just read his Fashion in the Trenches, I think it's called. Um, autobiography, which is a mess, but so fun to read. <laughs> and... So oh, we should read it. George Malcolmus and his husband, um, Anthony Yurgatis, I'm reading this right now in the New York Times, um, basically rented an 11 room mansion to Andre Leon Talley years ago, like in the 2000s. And it was Andre Leon ALT's um, understanding that he was renting to own from these people. Their understanding is that, no, you are renting to rent and live there temporarily (laughs) from us. There was no contract, nothing like that. And now they want him out. They want to sell this home and he can't afford it. But he says he has like $600,000 of equity in this home because he's been paying them X amount of dollars a month. It is a fascinating read. Oh, Mm -hmm. I need to find this. Yeah, I need to read his autobiography. I feel like he's such a character and like... Oh, it's too much to handle. Did you try on the shoes? I I was sad that you didn't buy a pair of shoes when you were there. Just to do it. Just, hey, I, know. I was okay. shopping with Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. I know. But I'm also, I was also a magazine editor and they're like <laughs> $600. Unlike what Sarah Jessica Parker had convinced everyone when she played a writer on Sex and the City, <laughs> I could not afford at the time. I like believe, I can't believe they didn't give you a discount for the day or something. Oh, I feel like they didn't need to. Seriously, like there when I was interviewing like SJP, there was seriously a thousand people waiting outside the wow. store to get in. And like I can't even imagine that now, like pre-COVID time. Like COVID wow, before wow, wow. The, the pandemic seems so surreal. But yeah, there was like a thousand people and they were flowing through. And honestly, she met with she stayed there. And if you bought a pair of shoes, you'd go down to her, she'd sign the bottom if you wanted. She was posing for pictures. And like I was in the store with her. So she she didn't do a ton of media because she really wanted to like spend more time with mm-hmm. um like her customers. It's like she goes to she'll just randomly show up at the stores in New York and like work on the sales floor and like bring out shoes in the back and like climb around on the floor and like try wow. shoes on for like help people try on shoes. Wow. Yeah, but she um so she met with like maybe three or four media people. I had like 10 minutes with her. I was I was only supposed to have like even less, but then I started asking about the shoes and we got super into it and she was like pulling them down off the wall and we were having such a good conversation about it. Um, and then like travel and shoot, like it was so great. But she, um, we like left, went to a couple stores, went for dinner, walked by the store again, honestly, like four hours later, she was still in there signing oh shoes, my God. massive lineups, the store was packed. Like she was like legit. She working was there it. for it. So she was working it. Um, yeah, she didn't. The point of my whole story is she did not need to give media discount. That's for sure. So, but <laughs> they're pretty great. They're beautiful. They're handcrafted in Tuscany. They're they're they are gorgeous shoes. My um my publisher came with me and she bought a pair and wow um yeah amazing. It was hmm. it was a great yeah. So anyways, well SJP SJP on the flip side, the reason why I had her on the list is actually because of her celebrity fragrance. I think she is one. Of the people yes. who truly tried to create the product, like the fragrance. Because here's how celebrity fragrances work. <laughs> the celebrity doesn't do anything, like anything. Mm-mm. Because creating a fragrance is such a scientific art that they just don't have the skill. Like uh, uh, Joe Blow 
from the street cannot create a fragrance. It takes someone with this like refined, you know, palette. There's only maybe a handful of real fragrance makers in the world. And that's who creates the fragrance. So I read this book by Chandler Burr called um, The Perfect Scent, A Year Inside the Perfume Industry in Paris and New York. And so what this book did was juxtaposed, and this is a good book. Chandler Burr is a good writer. Um, He used to be the uh, perfume critic for New York Times. Okay. Right? And he spent a year, maybe the same year, like going back and forth, working with Jean-Claude Elena, who is the house perfumer for Hermes, working on Le Jardin du Nil, du Nil or whatever, uh, the Garden of the Nile or or whatever, and and what it took to make that fragrance. And he was there like every step of the way. And then juxtaposing on that consumer, like lower end um, side where Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker was making Covet, her first celebrity fragrance. Oh. And Covet went on to win like best consumer fragrance of the year. And um, people legitimately say it's it's a perfume. It's a classic. So, okay. and she, obviously she didn't formulate that perfume, but she worked hard on it. And now she has 19 perfumes. Wow. Under her name. I, didn't, so, I don't think I knew that. That is wild. Yeah. So she really tried hard. So she has Lovely and Covet and all these like perfumes that are apparently very good. And this book is a good read if you love the fragrance world. And if you want to learn more about what it takes to make a fragrance and how insane those people are. So um, it was good. Okay. Okay. Now we're we're veering into the top three, which are legit, like really good. If you're still with us, I we're already 50 minutes into this. Are we? Episode. Are you? Are you with us? I hope we're, so. I hope so. This is good. I'm like I'm into. I'm. I hope you're power this, walking so, okay. and just like loving every minute. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. And thinking about going to a store and smelling all the perfume. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Number three. Goop. 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 I love goop. Gwyneth I love Paltrow. it. I don't. I. I don't know what it is, but I love goop. I love what she's done. Goop started as a newsletter in 2008. And it now is like a massive Massive company with something like 90 employees headquartered in Santa Monica. Oh my God. Like crazy. It's just, yeah. (laughs) Goop is is the newsletter that I subscribe to that I've never opened one for some reason. (laughs) But I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah, I know. There's I just something need about it coming it. into my inbox to be, like, mad, kind of mad at Gwyneth Paltrow, but kind of, like, respect her and kind of, like, love her sense of style and, like, kind of hate it. And, like... But oh, I'll, she's... Right? So she's polarizing. She's infuriating. Yeah, there's an article... There's a... um On the Dak Shepard podcast. What is it? Like, Armchair or something. Um, She is goes on that podcast, and she basically talks about how she knows she's a polarizing person. Mm-hmm. You should listen to it, because it's going to make you look at her like so... It really did change my entire view of Gwyneth Paltrow. Really? Okay. Uh, she's so self-aware. She knows what people think about her. She, like, knows yeah. how people view her, yeah. and it's just... It's very interesting to, like, listen to her talk. But whether you... like. Goop is a company that has been embroiled in so many scandals, oh my in God. so many bad, oh. much PR. Like, it's just, it's a crazy night thing. But for some reason, this company is valued at, like, not for some reason, because she's created this company and P- there is a market for this. It's valued at $250 million, 12 years she, after starting wow. as a newsletter. She is an astute, astute oh business my God. person. Yeah. Um, 
because she, she, you know what I think Gwyneth Paltrow must have done really well is that she hired people who were experts and let them go and Absolutely. didn't get in the way. She's I just like, agree. I'm going to be the t- tastemaker. Look to me for inspiration. I'm going to dictate like weird things every day that <laughs> I love and then make something out of this universe for us. Yeah. And I admire I, that. Totally. And I mean, like, I, I really hope I, I loved the goop lab on Netflix. I watched if you, if no one's watched it, I yeah. think it's, it is, it's very much like epitomizes like what her, she's about what her brand is about. But I think you're totally right. If, if, if this is, I know this is Netflix, so it's obviously showing the best side of it. But when you look at the company and you look at the employees, I was so fascinated by like all the people who work for the company mm-hmm. and that their job titles and who they are. Like she has a, really has a, a chief content officer, a young, mm-hmm. like she's pretty young, uh, Elise Lowe. I, I don't know how to say her last okay. name, but she, um, she's the chief, con- she's on the Goop, she's on the Goop series, um, the Goop Lab series on Netflix. But again, amazing. Like the, I think she really, like you said, she really just kind of like hired the right people yeah. and let people do what they know how to do and Absolutely. used her as inspiration. It's fascinating. If you like, um, if anyone's ever been like on the website and like really looked at what there is, it is one of the most diverse, amazing, beautifully curated e-commerce sites there is there in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unbelievable. Their content is fantastic. I've actually relied on on Goop City Guides for a lot of vacations. Oh, interesting. Because it is yeah. there's no riffraff on there. It's it can't happen, right? Very I good. That they even have that aside from like all, all of, of that. All of and that. The, it's a I mean, full lifestyle company. And yes. And, um, but yeah, Goop Beauty, Goop, um, and the fashion, like there's a, she sells, this is really interesting too. I feel like Goop doesn't have a lot of competitive bones in, in the body of, if it's going to make money and if it's really the right choice for that, for that brand, they'll sell it. So they'll sell someone else's, you know, Ula Johnson tops, but then it's right beside the Goop made tops you know what i mean like it's in good company and it works it's just like such a universe and it's so on point um we've we've talked about that before like about companies that are like not afraid to kind of put their brands up against yeah yeah, like if you look on the goop website and you look under the beauty section like necessaire and uh, like all these different brands that are also beauty brands just sold alongside goop absolutely want want less essentials is like that les essentiels is like that they have the want apothecaries so they sell their own stuff there but then it's like with every other good brand in the world and it's it's taste. It's it's a lifestyle destination. Isn't that great? Yeah. Like I just love it. Oh, anyway, yeah, good, good. Anyways, we could all talk about. We, we could all talk, talk about. Good. We love good. it. Yeah. Here's like the dark horse. This is a surprise to me because I never thought in a million years, you know, that it could have happened. How did Posh Spice? <laughs> Victoria Beckham. <laughs> how how did she translate the most insane, you know, girl group kind of vibes into? A legitimate, big, 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 important fashion house. How did yeah. this happen? Luxury fashion, dresses, accessories, clothing, 400 stores around the world, like wild. Unbelievable. And people, I know people who are diehard fans of of these dresses. They're the best dresses. They fit 
people very well and they are the best quality and it feels so good. And it's like really, 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 really prestigious clothing. I know. But do you want to hear something crazy though? I read an article in the BBC that said Victoria Beckham Limited, the holding company, has not made a profit since 2008. <laughs> what? Isn't that wild? Yeah. The company is like bleeding money. <gasps> and basically she's trying to like turn it around. So it's like since 2008. Very, yeah. And she's trying to like it's lost 60 million dollars, 60 million pounds in 7 years. Like oh my God. it's not making Duh. money. But she so she she gave an article for like the Financial Times like in um in the UK and basically she's saying like she wants this brand to have longevity. So they're going to break even, they're going to be profitable. Um and they're on the right track to do it. Like it's just going to take a while. So she she's basically saying this is not a vanity project. This is a real company. Um but yeah, it has not made a profit in a long time. But I mean, it's it's undeniable that it is like huge. It's a huge, huge brand. It's huge with celebrities. Like it's just, but it's baffling that it doesn't make money. I just don't. Anyways, I'm, it's I'm fearful. I'm fearful, though, that it has missed its time. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, can can Victoria Beckham turn that boat around? Because like, does it have, is it going to continue to have uh, any sort of luster? Well, I think the thing is, is like, it's a bigger conversation too about how big, is there a market still for like luxury? I don't know. There is still a market for luxury, but like, I'm sure the pandemic hasn't helped, right? Okay. Like, how does that, yeah. yeah good so. segue, good segue, because our number, yes. our number one spot, my number one spot, I don't know if it truly, is it truly your number one spot too? I th I mean I think it's undeniable like what they've what they've <laughs> what done these people, what they've done it's undeniable so, so you say it yeah Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen um, yes. and they have two notable lines um, not one but two, two and uh, and that is the row and Elizabeth and James yes and Elizabeth and James are the names of their other siblings so yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen and James Olsen I don't know who that is but um love Elizabeth Olsen I just uh I know she's really a, she's geeked out on some actress. of her yeah so yeah. um I love the I I'm obsessed with them I'm obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen I could give I could care less about their acting career I think <laughs> like obviously like Full House I was a little after my time yeah. <laughs> Did you watch yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When I was growing up. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. They are like around, oh my God, I hate to think about this, but I'm pretty sure they're like similar. They were very similar in age. I feel like they're maybe a year old, a year or two older mm -hmm. than me at the most, which is so depressing because they've done so fucking much with their lives. Like, like, well, they're how? a year older than me, I think. It, it's another thing. Like, where did it come from? Like, why are they so cool? How did they have this taste? Like, how did they, how are they able to direct like the row? Okay. My impression of the row is that it's the most luxurious New York basis. It's like American apparel, but a hundred thousand times more expensive. The most like luxurious basics. I shouldn't say American apparel. That's not a good analogy. <laughs> what am I trying well, to say it is? 
funny that you say that though, because I read an, I read an article that said the the brand started because I was like I, that was my question too. Is like how the hell did the row become the row? And basically, yeah. it started as like Ashley Olsen in like two like early two thousands um, wanted to create like the perfect t shirt. I think it was. <sighs> so she tested this like this t shirt on like a variety of like like women whatever. Within a year, she'd created like a like a small, maybe like under 10 piece collection that was like a pair of leggings, a cashmere dress, I think, the t-shirt, whatever, Barney's, Barney's. New York, which is funny that it's like, like you said, it's kind of quintessentially New York, bought it. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's kind of like what happened. I so, think we read, yeah. we may have read the same article. Is this a New York Times article as well? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And it's, a, a lot of it is about, and the reason why, you know, maybe Victoria Beckham, like, is there a market for these, these, this clothing anymore? First of all, it, it did really well at Barney's. Like it was the number one selling line yeah. at Barney's for many years. Barney's folded. And it's the type of thing you almost need to try on to really appreciate. Like, it's hard to look at just a very basic looking cashmere oh, God, coat no. that's like six thousand dollars and order it <laughs> online like you need to experience that i totally remember when they teamed up with damien hurst and created that line uh, of like crocodile backpacks or something wow, wasn't that wow. them remember it that whole thing like, yeah i don't crazy. remember it but it sounds they, like apropos. yeah and they've also, I mean, there's also a lot of, like, aside from what we all think of it, I think the the thing to me that does place them amongst the top is that they've been nominated a million times, yeah. but actually won the Council of Fashion Designers of America Award. Which, like, like, many times, actually. They've won multiple awards in multiple oh, years. Like, Women's Wear Designer of the Year, Accessory Designer of the Year. Like, I mean, this is, like, when it comes to fashion awards, like, this is the award. They're lauded, And they've yeah. won it many times. Like, I think recently and, and I, they've been nominated yeah. too so yeah. yeah exactly and i can't think of two kind of more innately cool young well they're not young really anymore Excuse like me. you sarah <laughs> 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 you know they're a little getting up there in the year no okay. but um do, okay. but you know what i mean like yeah tasteful totally. stylish Mil like they're just, millennials they're yeah. mo they're true like they really defined the look of a millennial if you ask yeah. me so Absolutely. you know like the big sunglasses big sun wait am i describing your fashion sense right now are you <laughs> big sunglasses am I influenced by an Olsen? yeah simple clothes, beautiful uh, yeah you know maybe funny. maybe it's like there is something about elizabeth and james is kind of their younger hipper kind of line yeah. and um and which is has a lot of fragrances and stuff like i think one of them is called nirvana um, uh. and they're good, right? Like, uh, the Elizabeth and James fragrance collection is really good. So they probably make a lot more money on that than their clothing at this point. But that's amazing. That's our list people. You know, we do have, we do have a couple of honorable mentions. Let's breeze through this really fast, yeah. Sarah. Yeah. We're, if people are still holding on, yeah, if we're, you're we're holding on because we have, okay. but you know, we do have to get to the worst of, um, Aviation Gin, we thought was interesting. Ryan Reynolds, like yeah. those spirits, some of the spirits uh, companies with uh, celebrities behind them. You, you mentioned uh, Tequila Ca Company. Yeah, like Casas Amigos, I think is what it's called or something. It's with, uh, it's George Clooney's line. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I just like, it stuck out to me because it was sold for like uh, Casas Amigos to Tequila. It was sold um, four years after it was debuted to like a massive conglomerate. Mm. 
for a billion dollars. Like crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, who else was on our list? Hello Bello. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've, you guys have all probably seen this and not even really thought about it, that the logo is like upside down. It's like hello and Bello are kind of like upside down to each other. It's like a, again, like a kid's, like a kid's bath and I was going to say bath and beauty, like bath and body. Yeah. It's, it's, you guys have definitely seen it. It's in shoppers, Walmart, like all over the place. It's Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. So we thought that was kind of interesting. It's making money. It's got a cool brand. It's kind of like easily accessible. It sort of has the same Jessica Alba vibe. It's like natural. Yeah, totally. It's up and coming. It's kind of affordable, high end sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It has a very good branding. Um, another one with good branding is Tracy Ellis Ross's line of hair, hair care. What's it called again? Pattern. Very good. Yeah, we loved it. Like it's for women with curly hair. Definitely noticed it. So yeah, there are definitely some interesting like um, other celebrity brands kind of like rolling out. I kept seeing Selena Gomez is all over the place, but meh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. I you don't know either. I don't care either. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why I don't care. I just don't. Quickly, quickly to okay. cap this off. Get into the ones that I just can't handle. I can't okay, please. handle. I, need to, I haven't actually heard these. Okay, we like let's try to keep it to like under five minutes. Go. Okay, Ellen DeGeneres Homeware. What? Oh, what? And it's called ED, which stands for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> um, it's like not a great. Oh was my not god! A great thought. There. Could you imagine having a home no. outfitted in Ellen DeGeneres um, furniture? Oh, um, Gordon Ramsay cookware who wants to have the energy and the Kate, bad so my mojo mom has those I mean, actually they're probably great. <laughs> no they're terrible i hate it like the pots the lids my aunt and i were getting so worked up about this at christmas like the lids <laughs> you can't you have to put up you have to have like a pot holder on your hand <gasps> to take off the lid because the handle of like the pot lid burns your hand oh my god you know he's Stupid. the most one of the most gross people I can think I of. So why would you, uh, you Agreed. should, you should get your mom a different, something, <laughs> throw that I know, away. I'm going to throw them all away. She won't and even notice. I'd have to say for someone that I think is really fun and cool and uh, talented, Celine Dion handbags. Could oh, you imagine? Oh my God. Could you imagine how going I and forgot. buying a Celine bag? I and forgot. it's Celine Dion, not, not Celine. Celine. <laughs> yeah. I I totally forgot about that. I think they're one of the most atrocious looking pieces of fat, like things that are have ever been made in the world as a Celine Dion handbag. Yeah, I think it's I the grossest totally, thing I've ever seen. I forgot about that. And and not only that, but if I saw someone who had that and was wearing it like really proudly, I would start to cry. I would start to cry. Like I have this I really thing. hope no one on this podcast has a Celine Dion handbag. You know what? <laughs> if you do then I hope it's great and functional, but you should consider throwing it away <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my God. I, I totally forgot that those handbags even existed. Okay. What else? Is okay. there anything well, else? Well, that, that's kind of it. I, I mean, anything like uh, there's some perfumes that I could care less about, but I want to yeah. know there was a triggering one for you and you, you were like almost putting it on the best list, but the way you talked about it, I'm like, this is your worst list. I, yeah, I wasn't going to put on the best list, but I was oh, like, where okay. does this go? Where does the it Fable- go? Fabletics by Kate Hudson. It's undeniably like a brand that is like popular, but like, I don't, I cannot, I don't like it. I don't know what it is about it. I just, I'm, I'm triggered by Fabletics and I don't know why I've never had their products. 
Um, I don't know if it was like the subscription base, anything when you're trying to like get me to subscribe. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't know. That's how that started. It was like a subscription based company oh. for like clothing where you had to buy like a certain threshold. I don't know if that's what it is anymore, but that just kind of like turns me off like instantly well, yeah. because it's like, well, why would I need to buy like mass qualities of your yeah, quantities it? of your clothes? Like why is there no longevity to your, you're basically that's telling me there's no point. longevity to your brand. I also remember it being sold on on basis of price point, like it was a cheap option. Yes. And the amount of ads and the noise for that brand when it launched was so, it got so annoying. Everything. If you went to that website, those cookies followed you far and wide for a good two years. So, oh, right? Yeah. It was a weird one. Um, and then, okay, two big ones that we have to touch because I feel like it's weird that we haven't. Jessica Simpson, just to, I oh, just. Oh my God. Like this company made a billion dollars in revenue last she's, year. A she's billion loaded. She's dollars. one of the richest women like in the world because of but I just, all of her lines. I've just never seen anything by Jessica Simpson with, she, like literally there's nothing that Jessica Simpson hasn't put her name on, no. um, including like so many failed beauty lines. There was a beauty, an edible beauty product line edible called Dessert Beauty. beauty. Oh my God. Like it got slammed everywhere. I just, I can't with it, but it's an undeniable, like this literally but a it's billion ubiquitous. dollars. Like if you were to go a to billion. Sears or oh, like the 10th the floor of it. the Bay, like yeah. it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. People are buying Jessica Simpson footwear. Like it's no, like there's no tomorrow. I don't get it. I don't understand. Sarah, I know. help it's, me. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it either. And then the other one that I just, I Can't. don't, you cannot get me on a rant with this because I will never get off this rant. I feel like I've mentioned like pa the patriarchy like five times today. I don't know if it's just my vibe. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like. The, the Kardashian and Jenner family and everything oh they've God. ever made or touched or whatever. I just, I don't, I know I did buy that good American dress. You sent totally it back. not realizing. Send I did send it back when I. I just, but like, oh my God, the, there's Chroma Beauty, the Kardashian Beauty, the Kylie like lip kits, like and all Kylie of the and shit. Kendall and oh, it's just all of it. Everything. I just, I, I and like, there's I, no I soul. Just, no, there's no it's soul just, to it. No, and it's just putting your name on shit. It's also just like they were built. It was built on the backs, like of sort of like the patriarchal narrative of what beauty and fashion women should look like. And they kind of perpetuated that narrative for a very long time. And I know that the brands have changed and they've kind of grown up in the last couple of years, but the damage is done and you, you influence, I don't know. I, I just, I cannot, I, yeah. I yeah. cannot. <laughs> the only legit, the only legit one from those, that clan, I'm going to be is controversial the, here. There's one in my mind. The model, the supermodel. It's Kendall. One, it's Kendall Jenner. Kendall. Yeah. Kendall is a legitimately great model. She can't. Yeah. I don't know about anything else. I don't know about her business sense. I don't know what her political views are, but I think she's a great model. But I don't want to yeah. buy her like clothes. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't care what her beauty. Anyways, so please, yeah, just. If you have just never, never with the Jenners, the Kardashians, but that's it. That's our list. That's this is a list. very long episode. But that was Thank a long episode. Still... Thank you, everyone. Yeah. But I, now here's the true challenge. Okay. Do you own one thing from any of these people? I, I Good or bad? Not. Neither. I went through it all. And I was Nothing. like, I don't own what? Actually, the only thing I could find in my entire wardrobe beauty closet that kind of falls into celebrity i have it i've always loved the kat von d eyeliner sure that you buy at sephora <laughs> that it's is the only thing the 
the best. Like I it's ca- a really Kat Von good D. Yeah, exactly. It is it's legitimately a really good okay. There you go. Oh, what about you guys? Tell us. Nothing. I want to know. Yeah. I'm so curious. If anyone's triggered by this, if anyone has a Slindion handbag, oh. please send us an angry letter directed toward CC Ricky. But attention, no attention to Ricky, but CC me because I want to read it. Absolutely. Like I want to. I want to watch someone. Um, if you see <laughs> them Ricky in the wild, <laughs> if you see them at the in the wild, tag us. Yes. I want to see what a Celine. D- where is it being sold right now? Like at Bentley's? Oh my yes, gosh. I think so. Or just anywhere. Like if you, there's like a fashion that you're seeing, like a brand or a collab that you're what seeing. What did we miss? Like, oh my God. What did we miss? What did we miss? Because I know yeah. that there's something that there's one. I feel like we missed stuff. We missed we had a lot. Have. We missed a lot. Okay. Ironically, Let us know, in though. over an hour of talking. So. I know. Respond to our Instagram that Ricky's crushing the game with, but and uh, yeah. That's it for us. Well, have a have a great week. Happy happy Easter. Easter's coming up. I hope you guys get a long weekend and a little bit of walk and sunshine. And uh, Ricky has a little getaway plan this week. So we're going to hear all about it next week. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited for that. Happy Easter and and happy shopping. Happy shopping.